0: This is God's servant Philip Koshikoshi. I am the pastor of Revelation Church. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. I pray that you will experience the power of God's word in all its richness and glory today. May your faith be revived, your mind be renewed, and your body be healed. In Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. It's good to be in the house of God. It's so good to be together. God is so good. He is so present. I know that you experience a very sweet presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And truly, the Lord desires to elevate. The Lord desires to to raise us up. Thank you, Jesus. Keep moving ahead. Keep moving forward with your relationship with God. Thank you, Jesus. The Lord is, is taking you to a higher place. Thank you, Lord. There is... Still much for you to experience. Thank you Jesus. praise the Lord. you know I'd like to encourage everyone that's um, watching us online to draw near uh, to God as we as we study the word and um, I would like to mention this um, for those of you that are able to join us yeah join us um, for Bible study here, we encourage you to come. You know, I came across something this week; it was brought to my attention. So, I would like to to encourage you to to if you are able, come and and uh, be part of a physical fellowship. Uh, yeah, be come and and join us if if you have the ability. Yeah, yeah. The the stream will still be available. The stream will still be available to you, but we encourage you to come uh, and fellowship together in this manner. There is something very special about it. You know, I I read a quote this week. A lot of people, a lot of Christians are getting used to the sofa and being so far from fellowship that God desires. If you didn't get that, I'll say that again. You know, a lot of people have become comfortable. Uh, on their sofas, so far from the fellowship that God expects for you. There is something very special that happens here. Praise the Lord. Those that are here can say praise God. (laughs) There is something very special that happens here and we would love for you to join. Um, And if, you know, only you know, I don't mind taking a little time with this. Because we as a church have to address this. um, There is a danger. Uh, Those of you that are not able to, for genuine reasons, that's fine. But you need to examine, are you just being comfortable? Or just being, you know, comfortable is is like a nice word. Or just being lazy. Don't be. Come and join... um, even in the church service, do come and join and be part of fellowship. Something special happens when you meet people. When I mean, you should have seen the buzz that went through this place. Uh, you know, when Uncle and Auntie joined us today, the the excitement. It's such a joy to see you. Uh, a yeah, blessing to just look at you. It's it's amazing and. Uh, We missed you, and uh, it's such a blessing just to see you. Uh, And uh, therefore, I would encourage, yes, those of you that can do join in fellowship, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. You will have to work doubly hard to concentrate and receive your blessing, you know that? Sitting on your sofas, or wherever you are, you have to work twice as hard my wife is watching me right now she'll have to work twice as hard to to stay connected to what the spirit wants through that online medium and of course in her case she has a genuine reason but uh, man if your reason is not genuine it gets 100 times harder I like the silence in this place. I hope there is a reflection for those that watch this later also. Examine yourself. You know, uh, it's been two years that certain new, new normals are being imposed. So don't get used to it. Don't get used to it when there is no need for it. I will say it again. Don't get used to it when there is no need for it. If the Holy Spirit's convicting you, do something about it. Yes, I encourage you, even if you're watching us from somewhere else, if you have a physical church where you used to attend or you can attend, we encourage you, go and attend church. The Holy Spirit wanted to minister that, so we we, we just want you to be blessed by it. Praise the Lord. Praise God, praise God. We are on um, the Sermon on the Mount. Man, it's been a blessing. It's been a blessing to do this study. We are seeing physical things, physical results of considering the words of Christ. Considering the teachings of Jesus, we are seeing physical results. The stage itself has changed. You know, praise the Lord. (laughs) There's an elevation that has taken place. And many of you are receiving blessings. Why, tremendous blessings. Just sitting at the, at the feet of Jesus. My, such amazing blessing that proceeds from the Lord. God is good. <clears throat> he is alive. Jesus Christ is alive. Thank you, Jesus. Let us read <clears throat> Matthew chapter 5 and I, I read from verse 1. Matthew chapter 5, and I read from verse 1. And when we begin the Beatitudes, we will read it together. Okay. When Jesus saw the crowds, he went up on the mountain. After he sat down, his disciples came to him. He opened his mouth and began to teach them, saying, let's do this together. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the gentle, for they shall. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. They shall be. Blessed are the merciful. Blessed are the pure in heart. Blessed are the peacemakers. Blessed are those who have been persecuted for the sake of righteousness for theirs. Amen. Oh, glory. Blessed are you when people insult you and persecute you and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice. Let's read the last one together. Rejoice and be glad for your reward in heaven is great. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. We are on verse 5. It says, blessed are the gentle." for they shall inherit the earth. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We consider the fact that this is meekness, it's also translated as meekness, gentleness blessed are the meek for they shall inherit the earth this uh, term we've we've considered it we've we've studied it i encourage you if you're watching us for the first time to go back and uh, at revelation at the youtube um channel of revelation you can find the previous studies i encourage you or do your own study find out what jesus meant by meekness this meekness or gentleness is not weakness and it says, blessed are the meek, uh, this is not a group that, that are, you know, it's not a, a weakness that is, that is being highlighted here. A person meek in Jesus' definition is a person submitted to the Holy Spirit. We must um, establish it and keep reminding ourselves that this blessed condition is spoken about those that are constantly being led by the Holy Spirit. For these are the sons of God, those that are led by the? Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Every scripture we've, every one of the Beatitudes we've read have reminded us over and over to rely on the Holy Spirit. To rely on the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. The truth of the matter about how your relationship with the Holy Spirit is Two people know, one is God and the other one is you. Jesus is underlining right from the beginning of his teaching to his disciples, underlining the importance that without me you can do. He's underlining the importance that without relying on the Holy Spirit... The Lord is putting it in my heart to encourage you. If you want the voice of the Holy Spirit to be loud and clear in your life, do whatever you have to do. Do whatever you have to do. Seek for the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Praise the Lord. Seek and ask God... For the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Seek to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. What does it mean to be baptized? Clothed with power. Immersed in the Holy Spirit. You know, I encourage you to to, um, ask the Lord. I need more of the Holy Spirit. I need more of the Holy Spirit. I need to hear the Spirit of God every day. I need to hear the Spirit of God every day. That is the blessed condition Jesus is calling his disciples to. Jesus is calling his disciples to this blessed condition under the influence of the Holy Spirit. Praise the Lord. Every waking moment of our lives, we are under the influence of something. Right now, while you're seated there and listening, you're under the influence of something. When you sit and daydream, you're under the influence of something. When you sit and let your thoughts wander, you're under the influence of something. When you're sitting in the car and traveling from Tiruvallam, to court him your mind can be under the influence of something. We need to be constantly under the influence of the Holy Spirit. Constantly under the influence of the Holy Spirit. Constantly under the influence of the Holy Spirit. I still remember the first time I got baptized in the Holy Spirit it was like um, it was like um, how can I say it? It was like um, some sort of, I don't know, blinders or there was this, this sort of something, scales. In fact, scripture mentions, it was like scales, you know, in my eyes just fell off. I still remember two ministers of God, one laid their hand on my head and the other laid their hand on, on my, um, you know, this section of my body and they prayed and something just welled up. something just welled up burst forth i cannot explain it i began to laugh i began to cry i do not know what all emotions were you know running through me i could not express what was going on was the baptism of the Holy Spirit? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, church. You know, I encourage you that you, you pray and ask God to be baptized of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Because meekness is a person or gentleness is a person that is, there's one voice that is utmost importance. It's the voice of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. You know, if you need to go to your pastor, ask him to lay hands on you and pray. Pastor, I need. I want to be baptized of the Holy Spirit. I want to be baptized of the Holy Spirit. For some strange reason I'm going into this topic. I know it's not some strange reason. I believe the spirit of God is is just reminding us to to that the loudest voice in your life is the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 The loudest voice in your life should be the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. The gifts of the Holy Spirit should be operating con- constantly, continuously through you. Yes, church. Yes, church. Yes. Those are the me. The ones through whom the gifts of the Holy Spirit operate. Those are the meek. Those through whom the fruit of the Holy Spirit is an open display. Yes, the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Not fruit of Munyanat house. Munyanat is, you know, my family name. Yeah, not the fruit of Munyanat house. The fruit of the kingdom of God. The fruit of the presence of the Holy Spirit. Let that transformation take place within us. This, this word, meekness, is not weakness. It is a person submitted to the Holy Spirit. It is not a spineless person. I'll just mention these and we'll head on to... It's not a spineless person. The truly bold person in our midst is a person filled with the Holy Spirit. Let me repeat that. The most bold person in our midst is a person filled with the Holy Spirit. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. It does not denote a spineless condition or timidity. Hallelujah. The Lord wants to transform your timidity. Today, my, uh, one of my children, that way the mystery remains, one of my children asked me the question, how do you get over stage fright how do you get a get over stage fright simple be filled of the holy spirit huh? that's right how do you get rid of any fright be filled of the holy spirit you know you you realize that in the in the scriptures you 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 will see the apostles that as they were uh, doing or they faced a situation, scripture mentions here and there, he was filled with the Holy Spirit and he spoke boldly. They were filled with the Holy Spirit and they spoke boldly. They, they tackled that situation being filled with the Holy Spirit. Praise God. Hallelujah. Blessed are those filled of the Holy Spirit. They shall inherit the earth. Thank you, Jesus. meekness is not indecisiveness, indecisiveness. It's not a person struggling. Meekness is not a person who's, you know, you give them option A and option B and they're like, I, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. It's that I don't know person. The meekness Jesus is talking about is not a person That is it's not an I don't know person. Is an I know person. Are you getting this? These are certain misconceptions we have. Oh, he's so meek. Because he doesn't know the answer, whether it's A or B. No, no, that is not uh, that is not meekness. That's a lack of being having direction. A meek, the meekness that is mentioned in the scripture in the scripture is a person filled with direction confident, filled with direction. Oh, the Lord had to work on me. When I look at these these things we are examining, I say, it's like looking at myself in the mirror. The Lord had to work on me. If you met me, yes, if you met me, I always struggled how many years back it was, but <laughs> if you met me some... Mm, 30 years back, I guess, close to 30 years back. Oh, you. Wishy-washy person. Meekness is not a wishy-washy person. What were you saying? That's right, that's right. The transformation that takes place transformation that takes place transformation everybody say transformation Transformation. the things I used to do I do them no more the person I used to be I'm no longer that person Michael of 2022 is going to be a different Michael it's already happening something is going on the Michael of 2022 is going to be a different Michael you watch and see Prophecy for you, child. You watch and see. The trees of 2022 is not the same trees of 2021. And the trees of 2021 will say amen. <laughs> She's like, which year is this? Where are we? <laughs> the Paul of 2022 is not the same Paul of 2021. Not a wishy-washy person, a confident person, a person that knows left and right because there is a voice behind them saying, go left or go right. Yes. Have you ever considered those scriptures? He will tell us where, which way to go, whether left or right. I opened the door today and the Lord said, close the door quickly. Because a certain effect was supposed to happen. I, I, in my looseness, I left it open a little too long. Teresa knows what I'm talking about. Uh, I, have, I said, Lord, sorry. <laughs> because there was a major surprise coming walking up the steps. You may think that does that really. Yes. Yes. Not a wishy-washy person. A person that every step is ordained by the Lord. Every step. Yes, the steps of the righteous man is ordained by the Lord. That is not poetic language. Now we have these gadgets, you know, these gadgets on our hands and on our phones, you know, that keep track of our? Yeah, it's called activity and it's measured in steps long before, yeah, that's right, he leads me in paths, steps, everybody say steps, may you never see a step the same way again, a step that you take, a step that you take, may you never see it the same, because those scriptures, they troubled me, this is the problem, scriptures should trouble us. Because it says, the, the Lord gives his angels charge concerning you, lest you strike your foot So every time I strike my foot against something, I say, sorry Lord. Hey, I thought the angels would say sorry. No, no, I say sorry. All of you would like to blame your angels. I've even heard one person, where did that angel go <laughs> Because if you struck your foot, hmm, somewhere, something, you need to examine yourself first. Because that's how literal it is. Praise the Lord, it is that literal. You have that look on your face. Many of you have that look. Is it really. Yes, it is. And you know what happened when I started to submit to these scriptures in this manner where I'm very aware of it that when I hit my foot on a on a stone, I, I get upset with myself. Because I know God's promise is true. Then I realize I'm hitting stones and stuff, it has reduced drastically. In fact, I don't know if this year I struck my foot here once. That's not bad. Will the Holy Spirit tell you, watch? Will the angels of the Lord tell you, stop? Will they? I need an answer. Will they? Will they? Royce, will they? Will they tell you slow down the car? Very much so, yes. Those are the meek. Listening to the Holy Spirit. 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 Submitted to the Holy Spirit. Submitted to the Holy Spirit. Church submitted to the Holy Spirit. They shall inherit the earth. Meekness is not shyness. There's another word we equate with meekness. Shyness. You know some of us, I've been there, We, we feel very... You know, secure and in, um, in being very shy, because we think somehow we've got a, you know, one of our feet into blessed are the meek. No, no, shyness is not meekness. When God wants you to share testimony, man, uh, the the. There are people with whom I've, you know, there's there's this great struggle to come to church and and to whether it's from the front or whether when the you know there is an opportunity for testimony or whether when you are in a crowd to to receive or pray for somebody or or to give a word for to someone or minister to somebody. stay in you know we can get into these things and stay there the Holy Spirit says come out come out I like to be in my shell Jesus says come out of your shell come out the Lord raises us up he raises us out So if you're struggling with shyness when it comes to the kingdom of God May 2022 see a lot of you minister Right from January itself 31st night We'll be seeing Paul going around praying for people and ministering word to every person in this church Not that he's shy. he's just waiting for an opportunity, I think. But, but you get what I'm saying. If you, are you struggling with shyness? Don't think that is meekness. I know there are people who have prophetic gifts right here looking at me, staring at me. People with prophetic gifts. Michael, you need to to lay your hands on someone and pray for them. Debbie, you need to pray for people. Lay your hands and pray for people. The Lord is, is moving you in that blessed condition where you hear the Holy Spirit and do what the Holy Spirit wants you to do. David, You're going to see many of your friends come to salvation. Step out. Be bold. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Blessed are those led by the Holy Spirit. They shall inherit the earth. They shall inherit the earth. Amen, amen. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. I want to mention um, a very very obvious in the Beatitudes is that the Lord is constantly speaking of paradoxical situations. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for they shall be. Blessed are the poor in spirit, they shall be. For theirs is the right poor in spirit and theirs is the kingdom of let this hit you the Lord constructed it the Holy Spirit constructed these things for it to to have that effect on us it must have that effect on us poor in spirit inherit the kingdom of God theirs is the kingdom of God Blessed are those that, before that, blessed are those who mourn for they shall be comforted. Mourning and comfort. And sort of the, the climax of it, in, in, if you can consider how the world goes about um, inheriting the earth, the climax of the paradox, of all these paradoxes is, blessed are the, gentle they shall inherit and jesus doesn't stop here he, his entire teaching ministry is 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 full of paradox the last shall be giving is yeah <laughs> giving is receiving dying is losing is Least is the. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Are you feeling lifted up already? It says, Those who are poor become rich. Weakness is strength. Serving is ruling. Turns morning into dancing. And if you start to look at the the volume of scripture, he turns my morning into dancing. He causes streams to appear in the desert. He makes the mountains. If mountains are your obstacle, they become if valleys are your issue, they become <laughs> He makes a highway in the sea. He makes a way in the wilderness. Hmm? An army from dry bones. Thank you Jesus. So whatever you think disqualifies you, as soon as you are submitted to the Holy Spirit, as soon as you submit to the word of God, that qualifies you. Huh? That's right. If if you have only water and you need wine, it will happen. See, Jesus changes everything. Why does he minister again and again uh, these paradoxes, these uh, things that should not, like you heard, interestingly, we are in that vicinity itself as was prayed er, earlier this evening. He makes impossible things possible. Are you in a difficult circumstance? The Lord is with you. The Lord is with you. Your need qualifies you for the presence of God. Let me repeat that. Your need qualifies you for the presence of God. Are you getting it, church? Your need qualifies you for the presence of God. When you feel hungry, God provides when you are thirsty God provides you understand you are in a situation God is coming through in that situation that is why he's el rohi he is every name that the scriptures reveal concerning him is his relationship with us his relationship with our situation i was reading about hagar and she describes the lord as one who provides for her amen thank you jesus do you have a need every single one of us represents a need those of you watching us represent a need i want you to know your need qualifies you for the presence of god don't let satan lie to you satan lies to us by telling us we are the sum of our circumstances no we are the sum of the god yes who answers our circumstances praise the lord the situation you're facing the impossibility you're facing god is about to reveal himself in that situation the lord will reveal himself in that situation in my weakness his strength is perfected he became poor that i may become rich thank you jesus Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Let's uh, read a few scriptures on on, um, the subject we are on. Blessed are the gentle. Proverbs chapter 15 and verse 1. You there? Proverbs 15, verse 1 says A gentle answer, but a harsh word stirs up husbands and wives, siblings, friends, neighbors. Every relationship that we have, a gentle answer turns away, but a harsh word stirs up anger. I think it's, yeah, it should hit us. Every day, we must be, we must make that decision. What am I supposed to say? What am I supposed to say? <sighs> never, never stop examining what's proceeding out of the doors of your mouth. The first place and if you exercise it there, everything else will follow. Let me repeat it. If you exercise obedience to the Holy Spirit concerning what comes out of your mouth, everything else will? Yes, it will follow. Show me a perfect man. Yes, one who's allowed the Holy Spirit to bridle his tongue. Show me a perfect man. One who has allowed the Holy Spirit to bridle his tongue. Let me tell you something. Offer your tongue to God. Offer your tongue to God. Say, Lord, I will not speak when you don't want me to speak. When I speak, I want to speak what you want me to speak. A gentle word, a gentle answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. When your mother is correcting you, when your I will use the mother because usually the mother is the one that faces the harsh words. Somehow children find it easier. Yes, maybe it's the father's appearance or his muscles. I don't know what it is. (coughs) Father usually doesn't face too many harsh words. If a father is facing harsh words, it is usually children beyond the age of 20. So I'd like you, as children, and those of you watching me as children, I I would like you to to practice these things. When your mother is correcting you, I don't know what's so difficult about saying yes, sama. What's what's the problem? Yes, sama, I'm wrong. Many of us would have been spared many marks on our body if we had memorized and applied this scripture. <laughs> huh? Oh you, the hours that have been would have been saved in family life. You know. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Decide when you're I was going to say husband, and I'm thinking, you know, I don't want husbands to feel bad. <laughs> you know, when you're when the when that harsh words are being spoken, speak gentle words. The, everything is there in scripture. I mean, I began to uh, dig into this this study, and, and frankly, I'm asking the Lord, Lord, how do I leave this beatitude? <laughs> Because the, the length and breadth of scripture has something to say about this. And the amount of heartache, the amount of, uh, uh, you know, angst and suffering we would have been spared. The amount of time we would have saved if you just follow blessed are the gentle. Blessed are those submitted to the Holy Spirit. A gentle answer turns away wrath. You know, (laughs) oh, I'm so tempted to use my children as an example. (laughs) A gentle answer. And I've noticed this. The devil constantly wants to stir up. He's got this huge cauldron and he wants to stir up Strife and wrath and and, um, dissension. It's got this huge cauldron. And every family under the sun. He pours it, you know, lavishly. The devil pours it lavishly into families. Churches. Friendships. I, I, I realised the Holy Spirit constantly wants to be the guard of your mouth. The Holy Spirit wants to be the guard of your emotions. And the stuff that runs through your mind when there is a situation or a conversation or a decision that has to be made. The, choose the voice of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Choose the voice of the Holy Spirit. Are you a man of harsh words? Are you a woman of harsh words? There's some Malayalam phrases that come to my mind. There's one. Eh? This is another one that I will paraphrase in English. The person is quick to get violent. Are you a person quick to get violent? You know, when we come for Bible study and church and all, we are in our, you know, perfect behavior usually <laughs> the Bible has much to say much to say gentle answer turns away breath Are you, you know ask the Lord today this, this evening as you hear these scriptures ask the Lord change me Change me. May I be a person that is sensitive to the gentleness of the Holy Spirit, the control of the Holy Spirit. Let's look at another scripture. Ephesians chapter (laughs) 4. Ephesians chapter 4. Oh. What a passage. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 2 and 3. With all. Here we have also. Where did we. You serious? The scripture is in our. It's straight. The Holy Spirit has written it, underlined it. With all. all. thank God I was just reminded that at least in these areas I did not make much excuses with, to my wife I didn't tell her on the third day of our marriage that yeah you know I need a pattern the I'm a person I guess I didn't tell her that on the third I, I, thankfully by God's grace yes have you made such a, a, a covenants with your wife and vice versa Let me translate for those of you that maybe don't know Malayalam. I don't know what it's about me. If I find find a utensil anywhere and we're in a conversation... (laughs) Humility, that, that uh, you know, that is the Lord Jesus. He went on the cross. These are, I have heard believers say these excuses. But here is being addressed to the church. It is addressed to the church with all humility. You. Let this give you sleepless nights. Tonight, don't sleep properly. Think about this. All humility. Say it with me. All humility. All. Say all humility. All. Oh, Look at the person next to you and say all humility. All. I love the laughs and smiles that husbands and wives are giving each other. Debbie, all humility. I can't I can't do this. No, 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 not possible. <laughs> oh, let this let this haunt you. You can say amen to that. Let the scripture haunt us. Wash the bathroom. Oh, it's like my dear Christian, you know, many, many believers live their life thinking, you know, there's so much, you know, uh, the New Testament is a covenant of excuses. No, 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 the New Testament is, the standard is so high. Every breath you take must be, you must be examining every breath. All humility. Paul said, all humility. Hmm? With all humility and... Gentleness. All gentleness. You know, I, 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 you know, there are Christian couples that have come, you know, um, with um, um, seeking counsel. You know, my husband doesn't know how to be gentle. Christians, eh? with all humility and praise the Lord, when you drive the car, as it passes by people, they should be impressed at all humility and gentleness. As you drive your bike, they should be impressed by all humility and gentleness. Not what they show in the ads and TV. eh? And all that rubbish. No, no. All humility and gentleness. It'll set us free, won't it? With all humility and gentleness, with... We forget these things, or oh, what? When uh, we forget these scriptures, or do we know, not know they exist? And it's not finished. All humility, all gentleness, with patience. Showing, not knowing, not hypothetically. Showing tolerance to one another in? Finished. After this, you just want to sit on that chair, don't even move. This is what is required of you every single day. This is what is requir- required of you. This is what your children should be seeing you practice in the house. This is what you should be famous for in your neighborhood. All humility and gentleness with patience. Your, your servants should testify concerning you. Your employees should speak about you. Your employer should speak to you, speak about you in these lines. And that is the right place to be. With all humility and gentleness, with patience, showing tolerance for one another in. See, the scripture just basically removes every excuse you can think about. Every, every um, uh, hypocrisy is removed. Yeah, all of this is to be in that, that um, dynamic of, of the love of God. Verse 3 says, Being diligent to preserve the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. Amen. you got to be famous. Famous for gentleness and humility and patience. You have to be famous for patience. Gabby, you have to be famous for patience. It's a scripture. It's a commandment. This is a commandment. Hmm? That's right. Patience, yeah. Acquiring... Patience, patiently inheriting the promise. Oh God, thank you, Jesus. Oh Lord, Amen. First Thessalonians chapter two and verse seven. First Thessalonians chapter two and verse seven. What a passage. But we proved to be gentle among you. As a nursing mother tenderly cares for her own children. Who is this? Who is speaking? Yeah, the apostle is speaking. That he took care of the church like It was his own. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. But we proved to be gentle. Proved to be gentle among you as a nursing mother. You know, the church should be a place where, it should be the place where children are nurtured. Is a place where true fathers true fathers show up. Is the place where true motherhood is is in its full expression is in the church. Tenderly taking care. Think of people in your church. People in your church. Have you proved to be gentle? Tenderly taking care of those the Lord wants you to take care of in your church. Today we have become so detached. That's why I said you can sit on your sofa but you will be so far from what God wants. Make sure, make sure that these things are working in your life. Prove to be gentle. Prove to be gentle. Praise God. Care for someone tenderly. Praise God. Care for someone tenderly. Prove to be gentle. Let's look at First Timothy chapter 6. We gazed upon that this, um, this Sunday as well. What a passage of scripture. First Timothy chapter 6. Anyway, I'm going to read verse 11 and 12. But flee from these things, you man of God, and pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, perseverance, and... Did you know that this word finds itself amongst the glorious words like righteousness you know words that uh, you know stir our emotions righteousness faith perseverance godliness that in this in this uh, superstar crowd there is one that the holy spirit wants you to notice gentleness I mean, tell me. Righteousness, godliness, faith, love, perseverance. They are all connected, understand. If these things are working in your life, then gentleness is also there. That is what the scripture is trying to tell you. If these things are really working in your life, then gentleness is also It must be present. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verses 24 to 26. Now, some of you may find these scriptures, you know, oh, it's speaking about a man of God, and then we're reading 2 Timothy chapter 2, and uh, there it speaks about the Lord's bond servant. Well, all of us are men and women of God. No, is it only only at the worship or in the Sunday service that you're quick to revel in the fact that you're a priest in a holy nation, a chosen race? Is that the only time? No, these scriptures are for, it is mentioned, yes, men concerning a man of God or a servant of God, but it applies to every single one of us. Let's look at this, verse 24. The Lord's born servant, that is you and me, must not be I know people that, that take pride in, in that reputation in being quarrelsome some, some people have pursued it so much in their life that even if you are talking about water is tasteless they will argue about it there is something to argue there <laughs> It's just a random example in my mind. But do you get what I'm saying? Quarrelsome. Wake up in the morning, first thing. Quarrel. The Lord's bond servant must not be quarrelsome. But be... Huh? Be kind to all. Able to teach. Patient when... With gentleness correcting those who are in. If perhaps God may grant them repentance leading to the knowledge of the truth. Gentleness correcting those who are in opposition. James chapter 3 and verse 17. But the wisdom from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle. So if you're operating in the, check this out, Pastor. If you're operating in the wisdom of God, you're becoming more pure. You begin to love that which is pure. Today, don't know what's going on. Yeah, people, you know, the, can't tell the difference between pure and impure. But it says here, the wisdom of God from above is first pure. So let me tell you, your journey in the, in the faith is from purity to purity to purity to purity. And that should bring a smile on your face. It means less of the world... More of the word, less of the world. More of the word. That's what. That's the journey the Holy Spirit desires for you. The wisdom of God, the wisdom from above, is first pure, then peaceable. You become a person of peace, peaceable, gentle, reasonable, full of mercy, and good fruits. Unwavering without. These are fantastic passages for the ones in the, in the band. Yes, just go for it. Yes. <laughs> the wisdom from above. But the wisdom from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, reasonable. Full of mercy and good fruits. fruits unwavering. Unwavering, focused. Without hey Amen. This is yours. It, it, it is what you what the, the what Jesus has purchased for you to, 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 to enjoy in this life. I'm telling you, this is the most glorious place to be. Glory. This is the when purity and gentleness and being reasonable, being a person of peace, full of mercy, and good fruits unwavering and without hypocrisy this is a this is to be coveted this is to be desired above all things philippians chapter 4 and verse 5 philippians chapter 4 and verse 5 who hold the door for somebody open the door for somebody arrange the chairs in your in your um, in your church be a person uh, hospitable be a person who's hospitable willing and loves to to uh, to express this concerning that that this flows through you philippians chapter 4 and verse 5 let your gentle spirit be known to all Yeah, your forbearing spirits. And, you know what is a forbearing spirit? What is this gentle spirit? Somebody is cussing at you, screaming and cussing at you, cursing you. Forbearing spirit is patient. Bearing all things. Bearing all things. Let it be known to all men. Praise God. You know what this means? God is giving you a license to be famous for this. God is giving you a license to be famous for this. Let your gentle spirit be known to all. The Lord is near. There are people like that in the church of the kingdom. Yes. That's right it is something to be desired and something for you that you must be famous for Let your gentle spirit be known to all men the Lord is is near first Timothy chapter 3 and verse 3 not addicted to wine or pugnacious but gentle Peaceable and free from the love of money. You know, I I see a lot of people teaching, you know, this whole, there's a lot of teaching on, um, I'm talking about secular teaching, on uh, uh, how to lay hold of money. Here is scripture for you be free from the love of money. There's something gentle about a person who is free from the love of money. It's not a rat race. You're no longer in the rat race. You're under grace. You're no longer in the rat race. You're not in the rat race. Let me set you free this. this I don't know, someone needs to hear this. You're not in a rat race. Uh, some of you have so much tension built up inside of you because you think you're in some sort of rat race. No, you're under grace. <laughs> and you're not a rat. <laughs> you're under grace. That is just, whew. your son is under grace. He's not in a rat race. He's under grace. Yeah. Your house is under grace. You are under grace. Not addicted to wine or pugnacious, but gentle, peaceable, free from the love of money. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Let these scriptures impress upon you that you are to have this character trait. Some of us, you know, in certain areas, we may be gentle. Hmm? But this is uh, some, something that's required in every area of your life. Every area of your life. Blessed are the gentlemen. Blessed are the gentlemen, for they shall inherit the earth. require of those under your care to grow in gentleness require those of those who are under your care to grow in gentleness if your husband's a rash driver require it of him to change those under your care youngsters in your fellowship Require it and pray that they grow in this gentle spirit, submitted to the Holy Spirit. There's much I would like to dive into. We would like to get into certain topics that um, that can be uncomfortable but it must be dealt with. When you consider all the scriptures, I've just read a few scriptures. There are many, many, many scriptures. The church is a place where abuse is not allowed. The church is a place where abuse is not allowed. it's interesting how today some christians are struggling with abusive language the word itself is the opposite of gentleness today there are even christian musicians who are um, uh, maybe backslidden musicians but there are there's many contemplating many weird things Abusive things. I want you to know that anything that is against the commandments of God is abusive. Anything that is against the commandments of God is abusive. It is evil, it's wicked, it is the opposite of the wisdom that is gentle, peaceable, pure. It is the very opposite of it. That's right. Abhor evil. Abhor abuse. There is no place in the church for abuse. <clears throat> there is no place in the church for abusive language. The church shall say amen. amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise and if you're thinking this is some sort of, you know, is that really a problem? Yes, it is a modern day um you know it is a it is a stench to god if you're flirting um huh? twist yes twisted language calling what is good bad calling what is bad good you know i i i know believers that um Sometimes, you know, I know, I don't know how to put that properly, but I know people who claim to be believers, maybe that's how I should say it, still struggling with abusive language after years. Really? Really? Physical abuse. Physical abuse is the opposite of gentleness. It's very quiet in here. Please say amen. amen. It's the truth. The truth will set you free. Satan has tried relentlessly. To, to put these seeds in the church and in fact has had a certain measure of, uh, of success in destroying relationships. Jesus is laying it down. If you are coming to church, you are to cultivate a poor in spirit attitude. If you are coming to church, you are to cultivate an attitude that calls sin, sin and mourns over it. Someone say amen. Amen. If you are coming to his church, this is not your church, this is Jesus' church. If you are going to Jesus' church, he said, I will build my church. He requires of you to have an attitude, a growth in meekness and gentleness. praise God praise the Lord I don't know if there's anyone who's listening to me who beats his wife Who might listen to us later on or listen to this Bible study who abuses his wife it is demonic There is no place for this in the church. Say amen. amen. And the Lord has put it in my heart to, to um, examine this, and I want that those that are um, you know part of this study, um, I encourage you to develop gentleness. Refuse abusive behavior Satan will bring it before you Satan will try to influence you in fact we may do a session you know in a split way that we'll we'll talk about it and we want to look at uh, scriptures that are being bent uh, and uh, twisted twisted to you know to suit certain purposes um i want to encourage those of you that come to this church or those that are watching us if you are in an abusive relationship pray to the lord pray to god seek counsel seek counsel you know i read something very powerful um just this week studying the subject and um and the and the person um, and we will uh, dig into it more. The person said a, a person who is who abuses someone else is is breaking a covenant. I want you to know it is against the covenant of God. God is the one who illustrates. His covenant with us; He is the one who established these things, and we we have to look at it uh, in the context of what we are doing, and uh, let the Lord set us free. We're going to deal with things such as sexual abuse, sexual exploitation, physical abuse, wife beating, domestic violence. And so on i'll spare you the rest of the reading these topics should not be taboo in church praise god for your pastor that's right we must open these things to be to be dissected and healed and cast out by the holy spirit amen amen praise the Lord the church must be an uncomfortable place for all kinds of sin the sinner is welcome to come to church and repent that rhymes it must be an uncomfortable place for all kinds of sin and there is healing so I want to minister this in closing there is healing when it says blessed are the gentle you know the one who is the epitome of gentleness is in our midst his name is jesus he's in your room those of you watching me he's in your room i do not know what kind of abuse you may have faced or maybe you you know in some situation abusive situation let the gentleness of the lord nurture you this evening or something It's not the Lord that assaults you um, wickedly and violently. It is not the Lord. The scripture tells us that a bruised reed, that, you know, he is so gentle. Let the gentleness of Jesus, the gentleness of the Holy Spirit this evening, something miraculous is transpiring. I believe so. Something miraculous is transpiring. The Spirit of God is in your room. The Spirit of God is in this place. I want you to close your eyes. You may be in a situation where you're being abused in some form. I I do not know. But this evening, the gentleness of the Holy Spirit wants to heal you. Maybe there is some abuse in your past. Maybe there is some abuse that you laid your eyes on, that you saw. Today the Holy Spirit is saying, turn your eyes to Jesus. Turn your eyes to Jesus. The one who created you and loved you with an everlasting love my child the Lord says my child the balm of Gilead is is flowing in our midst healing permeates your soul permeates your heart and mind the healing of the Holy Spirit if you've been heavy laden burdened By the things that you have experienced from the world. Come. Learn from me. I am gentle, lowly. I will heal you. I am your creator. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. You shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Amen. The Lord is doing that in your life. You shall know the truth. The truth shall set you free. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, that um, bondages are being broken. This evening, as we agree in prayer, bondages are being broken. Change is taking place. Healing has happened. Thank you, Jesus. Healing has happened. The thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But the life of Jesus sets us free. The life of Jesus sets us free. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we come in obedience. Lord change every area and facet of my life in my house in my room in my office in my car when i go out to walk in my neighborhood in my conversations Lord let me let the let let me be known for my for the gentle spirit that leads me let me be known for the gentle spirit that leads me Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Mm. Lay aside your excuses. Come, come to the feet of Jesus. Lay aside your excuses. Come to the feet of Jesus. I will transform you. I will transform you, says the Lord. You want healing. You want to change. I will transform you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And Lord, we pray for us as a church. We take this opportunity to pray for us as a church. That Lord, your spirit will always have sway in our midst. Lord, grant it that every person that, that comes and fellowships with us, Lord, in this church will give in to the Spirit of Jesus, the Spirit of God, Lord, that we would be baptized in the Holy Spirit, that we are a people that seek, this is what we desire, to be filled with the Holy Spirit, to hear the voice of the Holy Spirit clearest and loudest. Oh, glory, let the scales fall. Let the scales fall from our eyes. Let every, the entirety of our members, our, our entirety of our being be filled and baptized in the Spirit of God. Let the anointing break the yoke. Thank you, Jesus. Floor, Lord, even as we, we thank you for this, um, Lord, we, t- we thank you for this stage. Lord we pray every every minister of God that is on the stage will be filled of the Holy Spirit baptized by the Holy Spirit that people will experience from here will flow anointing anointing Lord even as, as this stage is set for anointing this stage is set for anointing that Lord from the first from right in the front to, to the to entirety of this hall, will, be, will permeate, will be filled with the Holy Spirit. Yes, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Amen, Lord. We say amen to what your Holy Spirit wants to do. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We give you praise. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hello, this is Nisha Dhillipkosh. I'm sure this podcast has blessed you. Do subscribe to our channel for more messages and follow us on social media to stay connected. May God bless you.